You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino is happy to be here with you again, talking everything Buffalo Bills and, uh, and talking football with you all today. Um, It has certainly been a tough week uh, for everyone in the Buffalo community, those of us that consider ourselves uh, honorary members of the Buffalo community, right? For myself, having grown up in in Rochester and always kind of uh, associate myself with with the Rochester and Buffalo markets and, of course, the love for the Buffalo Bills. Um, It has been a, a tough week to, and that's an understatement. Uh, I'm recording this on Saturday, and you know I'd recorded last week's podcast before the heinous act that took place at Tops on Jefferson in the Buffalo area, in claiming the lives of just ten folks that were going about their business, not bothering anybody on a Saturday. Um, and so many of those stories we have seen shared across the news and across social media. Uh, and certainly there is no place for that in any community. There is no place for that in Buffalo, New York. Uh, and there's no place for that, right, when it comes to to any of us and our team here at buffalorumblings.com. Um, so many of our shows have, have really weighed in on, on what took place last week. And I just appreciate all of these guys for taking the time, right, that they do each and every week just to share with you their thoughts on the football team but now sharing their thoughts on something something much more important than any game, right? And you, a sense of community and a sense of love. And uh, again, I just appreciate all of our our content creators, the writers here at buffalorumblings.com, um, especially Jay Spence the King, right? And losing a, a loved one and cherished family member and, and he spending time in Buffalo this week. And if you're on his social media feed, um, you see his feedback and his thoughts and so much information that's shared kind of kind of being there firsthand in Buffalo. And uh, my condolences, of course, go out to him and his family and, and everybody uh, that lost a loved one. I don't want to just say everyone that was affected because we're all affected when something like this happens. And uh, I know some of you might be saying, like, listen, I, I, I've been following so much of this in the news. I come to this podcast to to talk about football and uh, and I get that right and I'm going to get to the football but um you know just seeing the outpouring of love in the community from the Buffalo Sabers the Buffalo Bandits the Buffalo Bills and and their players as being a part of the community because it is bigger than football it's bigger than sports and as uh, Jay Spence put so eloquently on social media earlier in the week um make sure that we continue to remember what is taking place and continue to take action um, once the television cameras are gone, once the news cycle has moved on to to the next story, um, that this is something that everyone will will have to commit to 
and to be a part of that change and honestly to be part of that restoration for those individuals in that community. Um, your grocery store is your part of your community, right? I mean, I was at the grocery store earlier today. You see friends, you say hi to the cashiers that you've known for years. You know, you chit chat with the, the, the young kid bagging the groceries. Like it's part of your community. And when you say that, right, this top supermarket was a part of the community um, for, for again, just, you just can't, you just can't put it into words. So I did just want to take a couple minutes to address it. I do want to talk to you all about some football. There's really no good way to make that transition to, to share some thoughts and then be like, hey, let's talk about starting position battles for the Buffalo Bills. So I'm just going to acknowledge the fact that it's going to be awkward and I'm going to move forward uh, to this next part of the part of the podcast. So, you know, one thing I have been thinking about when it comes to the team. And again, right, you you look at the, the roster and the work that they do and what Brandon Bean and his staff has done. This might be one of the more boring training camps for the Buffalo Bills in quite some time. And I say that because I don't know if there's really any positional battles out there that I take a look at and think there's anything really to be determined on either side of the ball. You know, when I look at the offense, you know, I think to myself, okay, the starting offensive line in my mind is going to be set. Deion Dawkins at left tackle, Roger Saffold at left guard, Mitch Morris at center, Ryan Bates at right guard, and Spencer Brown at right tackle. I know there have been some conversations of like, is it really Ryan Bates's job? But I think that contract he signed says that it is. Four years, $18 million, enough money guaranteed. You're not giving that contract to someone that you expect to be uh, – fighting for a job, not a starting guard type of money in my mind. So I think those five positions are pretty much set. Obviously, we know quarterback. There's no competition there, so that's fine. Devin Singletary still slotted in to be, right, running back one. I don't think the type of player that James Cook is makes him a competitor as the starting RB. Right? He's that complimentary back, a pass-catching back, certainly going to play a role, but he's not replacing uh, Devin Singletary. You look at the wide receivers, right? Stephon Diggs, write that in Sharpie. Gabriel Davis, I have to imagine you can write that in Sharpie. When we talk about the slot, I mean, maybe a competition between Jamison Crowder, Isaiah McKenzie, Khalil Shakir. Maybe, right? I mean, Crowder certainly has the uh, the track record and the resume to say that he would be the favorite to start. So maybe that's one position that we can look at and say, okay, maybe maybe that is uh, a position, you know, that that there could be a, a a little competition taking place. I don't want to make any assumptions, right? But that's my that's where my head is at right now. You go to the defensive side of the ball, right? Safety, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, cornerback, Tredavious White. I mean, listen, Brennan Bean can say all the right things that, you know, Dane Jackson will will be competing with Kyrie Elam, but your first-round pick, 
trade up for him. He's not starting from day one. There's there's a problem there. So I would imagine that's not going to be too much of a competition. It might be on paper, but I don't think it's going to be much of a competition. And that's no disrespect to Dane Jackson, right? He's a valuable member of this team. Um, I mean, he's that, you know, first corner back up in case of an injury. That's no disrespect at all. But again, you draft a cornerback with a first round pick, you trade up to get him. I think the intention is for him to start. Linebacker, Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, both in Sharpie, right? Good to go there. Then when you get to the defensive line, I mean, it's a heavy rotation. So maybe you can use air quotes when you talk about starter based on how many, what percentage of snaps they will play. You know, Von Miller is going to start. I don't see Gregory Rousseau losing his starting position. So those are your two defensive ends. Defensive tackle, right? You can put Ed Oliver in Sharpie. We know that's going to happen. And then Daquan Jones likely to be that one tech defensive tackle starting next to Ed Oliver. I mean, you can look at something and say, hey, maybe it's Tim Settle. But again, it's not the way they use this rotation. You might have Jones play 50% of the snaps and Settle play 50% of the snaps. I mean, it's it's one of those where, you know, the way they rotate along that defensive line, especially a defensive tackle, might not be too much to see. No competition at kicker, no competition at long snapper. And then probably the most anticipated roster spot, starting job battle taking place for Bills fan and Bills Mafia in training camp is the punter. Matt Ariza taken in the sixth round, a fan favorite, as Nate Geary and uh, Bruce Nolan talked about on the Food for Thought program. Every mock draft that Bill's Mafia did at the draftnetwork.com included Ariza as one of their, their picks. Some folks taking him as early as the third round, others in the fifth, sixth, whatever it may be, but certainly one that is going to be uh, one to watch. Him and Matt Hawk, who, you know, again, underperformed last season. Brandon Bean has talked about that. Underperformed by his standards. An elite holder. So there's that side of things as it comes to the kicking game. But with this, right, you can go through and talk about 25 starting positions, right? 11 on offense, 11 on defense, and then the three on special teams. And really the one starting battle that we have is at punter. That's it. At punter. Long way that the Buffalo Bills have come. Now, listen, when I say it will be a boring training camp, there will certainly be plenty of roster spots um, up for grabs. And you'll look at those battles, right? Like talking about the uh, the undrafted free agents. Are there any diamonds in the rough there? Somebody that might, you know, make an impression um, when it comes to looking at those undrafted free agents. Go to buffalorumblings.com. My man Griff has really done a great job highlighting everyone that the Bills have um have signed, kind of given a little bit of a, you know, background. I mean, as I look at it, right, I mean, one of my favorite players that they've they've picked up um, is defensive tackle C.J. Brewer from Coastal Carolina. Uh, you look at him. Here's the, the brief synopsis that comes from Griff. Another undersized defensive tackle. Brewer was a wrestler in high school and clearly plays with some strong leverage against the run. He's undersized, though, and isn't exactly the most explosive player off the line. He needs additional weight room work to really draw out every ounce of athleticism. 
And I like someone like Brewer because he comes from a school like Coastal Carolina, bit under the radar, and again, to see what he can do. You always pick one of those undrafted free agents that you kind of, you know, look at as a favorite and say, hey, I'm, I'm really curious to see what this guy can do. And Brewer is one that I can look at and say, you know what, based on that wrestling background, kind of the things you hear about his motor and the player that he was, you know, can he be that reincarnation of Justin Zimmer? And maybe does he stick on the practice squad and work his way up? But anyway, I, I digress. As I was saying, though, right, you can look at all these pieces and think to yourself, God, there's not like a lot of excitement when it comes to starting positions. Um, but you've got a Buffalo Bills team that's pretty stacked and, again, going to be fun going to training camp, but probably not too much drama when it comes to to those positions and what takes place. So, listen, that's kind of what I got for you guys for now, a little bit of an abbreviated podcast. I mean, it's that time of the season, right? I mean, there's not a ton to talk about, but I think there's always something to, you know, go back and forth a little bit on. I mean, I'm curious, maybe I'm looking at things with these starting positions and thinking that there's really not too much, uh, not too much to see here. And maybe you disagree. So make sure you hit me up in the comments section at buffalorumblings.com. Find me on Twitter at Anthemarino at any time. And again, I just appreciate everybody um, being part of, you know, just this network of shows that we have here for you. We continue to grow continue to offer you great shows each and every day. And I just want to say thank you. So if you haven't done so yet, please hit that subscribe button, whether it be where you find your podcast or on our YouTube page, youtube.com backslash Buffalo rumblings, because all those shows obviously doing a great job and just continuing to expand as well. All right. I'm rambling now. It's time for me to get out of here. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, go Bills.